Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all comes into reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Asking if you see another fella of the Denar era of making their life. Super 
To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star. The recording is started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the up degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT. Super fantastic family. Today is Monday, October the 3rd. 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. This is Madness Monday. How about that? That's a new one. Madness Monday. All right. Okay. Well, let's get started. Let me start by saying this first, so I don't forget it. Um. Doris Ford Johnson in Ford, Florida. That's her whole name. Doris Ford Johnson. Hopefully you're up here. Hopefully you're okay. Your family's okay from the hurricane. And I just want to give you that personal message. Now, for everybody in Florida, because I'm watching what's going on, I know it's totally devastating for so many. So know that I'm praying for you and so is everyone else. Okay. Um, so know that TNT uh, is sending out prayers for all you guys there. Okay. We're going to have a call in a minute, but I got to clear up some stuff for you guys real quick. All the messages and concerns and everything else over the weekend. I didn't tell you what happened. So Friday, um, when I said we were going to try and set up a new system just to inform people who were paying, buying time on, on with T&T because so many people weren't paying. So i got to explain this before I get into the information. That, again, you know, there's 125,000 people that get this tweet in any given day, any given day. A minimum of 20,000 people listen to the recording. If you go to the site, you'll see it's what? Well over 8 million people. I mean, if if listen to the recording, which is crazy, and every day we get it, and there's still just that 100 people. So I asked you guys a couple months ago, I remember, because I did it. You don't have to pay every call. You don't have to buy time every call. I said, everybody who did it at least every 90 days, every 90 days, I don't know anybody in this world, and I truly don't, on this call, who couldn't find $5 in a 90-day period of time, couldn't find $5 to help everybody who pays every week. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Everybody has a situation. I know. Everybody does, because everybody let me know this weekend. 
My email box is full. My text was full. More than stuff to raise. I'm here for people. I didn't say you had to do it every month. I didn't ask you to. I didn't ask you to do it every week. I said every 90 days. You can't find $5 to help support people who are trying to change your life. There's nothing I can do for you. I'm sorry. Because that just tells me where your priorities are. That's all that is. You can't find $5. And then there's everybody else. You guys just absolutely are going to let these same 100, 200 people pay the bill every month. Out of 20,000, we call that 60,000 a week. Relying on the same 100 people, 200 people, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So we got to do something different. That, that that just doesn't make sense to me, and it's not fair to them. And I, and I said that before. It just says, but it amazes me how many of you can contact me, call me, and now today to pay as soon as everything is about to go away. As soon as everything you've been taking for granted and, and free and, and everybody else. Somebody sent me a letter today and said, hey, I listened to the call. And then I passed it to somebody else, a whole group. And they passed it to a whole other group of somebody else. Well, this is what Ray said, why? Why don't they get on here and listen for themselves? Why don't they go listen to the recording themselves instead of having a second guest? or misinterpret, or you guys know that little childhood game, you tell number one something, by the time you get to number 10, it's something totally different. They're probably not even getting the right information or half of the information. But now you want to say, hey, these 2,000 people in this group want to pay $5 a month when there's other people paying $5 a call, some paying $100 a month. And there's 2,000 people say, hey, we paid our $5. So don't cut us out. That, that's just crazy to me. I mean, I mean it's crazy because, again, the other people tell me they have issues, which I know they honest to God do. And they want to pay $5. Some saying they can't. I mean, they can't. They just can't pay it every call, or someone can't pay it every month. And all I asked was for every 90 days. Let's do that. Let's help out these guys who are paying every time. They pay enough for us to get on the call eventually, because eventually we do. Okay, but here we are. So I, I, I want to clarify that, and I also want to ask everybody, this is very important. Everybody who mails in checks to Ray, I need you today, if possible, all right, but today, if possible, go back to the link, click on it, buy $5 worth of time, $5, So your name will go in that system. Otherwise, 
Ray has to do it individually. And he's a little upset about that. But to make sure it's in that system so I can contact you directly all through one system, you would greatly, greatly be helping us out if you just do that. You don't have to do it from now on. Still keep sending your checks to Ray. But go in there and do that so I have your name in the system. Because this is what happens, guys. That system lets me send a message just to you. I don't have to tweet it out to the people that's not playing. I don't have to email the people that's not playing. That system will let me send a message directly to you. And that's why I want you guys to send in checks, at least today, go in and do that. But then just keep sending your checks in like you normally do because that's what makes you feel comfortable, okay? And I'm going to go with that. So um, some people are concerned today that they didn't get the new information because we haven't sent the new information out yet. Because I'm trying to get this and get everybody in the system. And then I can send you guys personal messages, codes, where to go listen, or something like that if I have to. And, and here's the thing about it. If all those I'm going to say 124,000 people, not even all of them, just did some of them, 10 of them, 100 of them, 200, would help pay throughout the month. We don't even have to change the thing. But they're just letting us know right now they really don't care. And they are uh, more willing to let you pay for it than pay for it themselves, but still get the information for nothing. Every 90 days, guys, every 90 days, I just can't believe that anybody, I mean, not, I don't know one person in my life, and that includes the people I'm talking to now, who can't come up with $5 in 90 days. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Okay, Ray, it says, oh, I've attempted several times to access the call. However, the link isn't there or working. I'm getting a message. Twitter isn't working. Oh, maybe that's why people keep asking me, why is it, where's the new link at? Maybe it's not working. <laughs> I don't know. Ray, is it working? Yes. Just worked for me. I just clicked on it, went in the chat room and clicked on the link. Hmm. Okay. Well, Ray says it's working. The people are listening. No, I'm not sending out a test. We're trying to get the list together so we can just do it this way. I mean, that's what we have to do. And and this week is going to let me know exactly that, if that's what we they have to do. Okay? And I just said that these systems, itself will let me send out emails to you guys directly from Strike Pay System. I can send you an email, and I know you paid because I can see everybody in the system. You wouldn't be in the system as a paying customer if you hadn't paid. So that takes all the guesswork out of who should get the notification when the time is right. Okay? 
So that that's real simple. All right, let's go on with the news and see what's going on. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, so just what we expected. Uh, demonstrations did take place on Saturday. They got started on Saturday. They even went up to the bridge, tore down the barriers that I recommend that spent all week putting up, <laughs> threw them in the river, <laughs> and head to the green zone. But they did. There were demonstrations all throughout Iraq. Al Kazimi, though, made it publicly known and directed all his commanders, police force, everybody else. Wait, wait, there's some noise, some clicking going on. Do not use live ammunition. Do not use rubber bullets. Do not use gas grenades. Do not do anything to incite the crowd and let the commanders know they would be held responsible for any of their people who did. Why did he do this? Because what he didn't want, what everybody didn't want, is people being gunned down in the streets for another incident like the last incident. Maliki's guys didn't even show up. The militias didn't show up. Well, they showed them riding around in cars, but they didn't disrupt. They weren't shooting anybody. None of it because the UN meeting is tomorrow. The UN meeting about Iraq is tomorrow. Now, the UN representative has met with several of the leaders of Iraq. They discuss what's going on, resolution of it, and everything, and we're going to see what happens in that meeting tomorrow. The framework keeps talking about they got all their stuff done, their guy is ready, he's going to have a government within his 30 days, and even though everybody is saying that they probably won't keep the promises that they're making, because they're making a whole lot of promises to do better, be better. Uh, do the things that people want. Nobody believes them. It's kind of like, you know, a little boy called Wolf. So many times and now nobody believes Because nobody believes them. And that is part of the problem. Nobody. They keep saying that Kurdistan needs to name their president of the republic. And we keep getting reports, they got one guy. They're ready. They're not ready. They're almost ready. Now they're 85% ready. But Kurdistan said it all depends on what? The oil and gas law. It all depends on the percentage. It all depends on um, them removing the militia, removing the guns from the country. All the things that Sadar wanted to happen, <laughs> they're saying now the framework is promising that they'll do that, but Kurdistan doesn't really believe it. So they're still at catch-22, where they're going to be forever until something happens, which we'll see what happens tomorrow. Now, again, the framework is saying that they're going to vote 
parliament session, but they can't do it without the Kurds resolving something. Today they're saying we're not going to wait indefinitely. We're just going to go to parliament. You guys are going to have to bring your people. We're just going to vote, which we know isn't happening. It says Sadar has no issue. The framework saying he doesn't, he didn't veto the Sudanese guy. He hasn't even given us an opinion. And if he does veto him, he has to tell us why. But he hasn't. Iran hasn't vetoed the guy. And they said that's why his name is still there. Nobody's going against him. They're just not going for him. And they got to have somebody is what they're saying. So until somebody does veto him or give a reason for him not to be, that's going to be their job. Everybody knows there's not going to be a vote, the problem says, until Sadar agrees to it. Even Maliki's partners have said that. Maliki's not saying that. But the framework partners themselves are saying we're not going to do this until Sadar agrees in some form or fashion because we know what the result is anyway. Well, Sadar's president put out a, a message today saying that he will never allow them to have a government as long as the corrupt are there. He is never going to agree to it. He's not going to talk with them as long as the corrupt are there, which tells me the only way this is going to be resolved is the U.N. is going to have to come up with something tomorrow because he said he's not going to commit to it because then if he doesn't like it, he can't tear it down if he committed to it, which makes sense. And now he's saying don't even let them form the government. A lot of the MPs, especially independents, are now asking the international community to get involved. You know, we want our sovereignty. We don't want nobody telling us what to do. Nobody's our boss. And now they're saying, hey, we need some help. <laughs> we need you to get involved and help resolve this situation. So the demonstrators, did what they did on Saturday, and they said on the 25th of October, they will come back if their demands, which are Sadari's demands, haven't been met, they're going to tear it down. That's basically what they said. They said it's going to be the worst you've ever seen, and it will not end on the 25th of October. The worst you've ever seen, and it will not end if there is not resolution. So the U.N. knows what I know, what you now know, and we're going to wait and see what they do tomorrow, how they come out of this, what's their plan. Even though they are saying there are discussions behind closed doors and meetings that people don't know about because every article we see, that's all there is is meetings. Everybody's saying the same thing again. We need to resolve it. We need to resolve it. We need to go ahead and, you know, come to a conclusion, which we all know that. <laughs> People are hurting. Well, here's a good thing. Oil is uh, back up today. 
even though the finance minister has announced, even with oil going down, Iraq lost absolutely nothing. They lose nothing because their reserves are so big. The surplus is so big. The only one that is losing, they're saying, is the investment community because the Iraqi government has not been formed. They could have made so much more during this time frame. I'm giving you guys all this good stuff we'll put together. The U.S. came out today or yesterday in their research, investigating the background, found out during Maliki's regime, Iraq lost, misplaced, gave away, or stole, all through corruption, $551 billion unaccounted for. $551 billion unaccounted for. Now, we've been doing this long enough that you and I know probably the majority of that is in Iran. But not that all those corrupt politicians didn't get their shit. Just the majority of it is what has been supporting Iran. And I've told you guys that for years. Iraq, the country itself, the people have been the lifeline of Iran. So they've been taking it from those people, making them live in poverty so they can survive. We can get mad about it, but the honest to God truth is, if you or I were in that situation, we'd be doing the same thing. Because we're not going to starve our children when we have an option, (laughs) okay? I'm not starving yours, but just giving them a little bit less. We're putting them on the same level. But people are going to do what they need to do to survive. Iran is doing it, which anybody does when they're backed into a corner. But the fact of the matter is Iraq corrupt politicians are letting them do it to their own people. Just the fact that they're evil. But more and more is being exposed. It keeps coming out. Now, doing the riots on Saturday or the demonstrations, because they're not calling them riots yet, because they're not burning down buildings and destroying property and stuff other than the barriers that were put up. Then there'll be riots. But Saturday was a demonstration. They were chanting um, negative things about Iran, about the Iranian government, everything else. And that is why Iran is losing their power, their grip, That is why Iran is publicly saying, hey, we're not getting involved in your country. Do what you want to do. That's what they're publicly saying. And that we support the sovereignty of Iraq. Don't blame it on us. Even though we are all well aware of what the true fact is. So, where are we at? They keep having meetings. They keep setting dates, <laughs> and they're saying that they're going to have another parliament session next Monday, if Sadar allows it. He let them have the last one, and that's why they think they can go now. 
said they just disrupt it. He let us take the vote. Everything else, maybe because that's who he wanted in there. Maybe because he wanted Al Boosie to do what he is doing right now. Okay. I mean, just maybe. It was a chess move. But that doesn't mean they get to have the next one, and some of them know that. Because of today's announcement, he will not let them form a government. So if they have a parliament meeting to form the government, they are already saying they're not going to let that happen. So, again, we'll have to see what happens with the U.N. Uh, representative meeting tomorrow, what kind of briefing it is, what kind of vote they take, what kind of decisions that they make. How far are they going to let it go? Do they let it go to the 25th? and total destruction, or there's something worked out before then. Because we know at some point, either Sadar is going to have to come out and say why he doesn't want the Sudanese guy. And it might be, it is not that I want him, I don't want the rest of you guys that are corrupt. <laughs> could be. I mean, he could be a good guy. He gets in the wrong place at the wrong time. We don't know. Iran's going to have to step up and tell the coordinating firmer to choose somebody else. And then if he doesn't want him too, then we know exactly what the problem is. Well, the UN is going to have to step in tomorrow and say, look, we talked to everybody. I see it's not going anywhere, so we're going to make a decision for you. But tomorrow's going to be a good day. All right, Ray, let's get started. Okay, let's see. First question, <clears throat> Scotto. After the RV, how can one invest and rebuild in Florida? Invest and be what? Rebuilding Florida. Oh, man, I don't know. Invest and rebuild. Uh, maybe somebody come on here. I'm sure there's plenty of TV ads going on in Florida with locations you can donate to if that's what you're trying to do, donating to rebuilding efforts and everything else. If not, you just have the money. If I lived there, which I probably never would, um, I know this is going to sound insensitive or something, but I don't understand how you can live in a tornado zone or hurricane zone year after year watching that happen. I mean, I, I live in California. You guys, you guys have earthquakes. We haven't had an earthquake in 20 years. I've been here. Three of them. It's like somebody pushed me walking down the street. That's all. No total destruction, well, a couple miles from here, hours from here to us. But this is every year, year after year. I mean, you guys are really love something about Tornado Alley, which I don't know what it is. But if I had money to invest, Ray, there's toys in the background. Okay. If I had money to invest in the areas that were hit, 
that I was in, I was open to businesses that are gone away. The businesses that couldn't afford to rebuild. The businesses that, you know, insurance companies won't pay for. There were local businesses there, companies there. The people still need it. But, wait, wait. Great. Gotcha. But, listen, guys. I, I tell you again, the best way that I know of and what to do, and I always say is, man, if I had 10 of me, 10 of me working with me, we could change the world. Maybe not. But we could change our world, <laughs> right? We could change some people's world. Remember Shark Tank? All you guys are able to be on the board of Shark Tank. All you guys. You and 10 of your friends, five of your friends, eight of your friends who have Denard, or eight people in your community you didn't know about, but you don't know about effort that had Denard. You get to be your own shark tank. Invest in your community. You don't need to own 10 new businesses, 50 new businesses. You need to own 10 or 20% of 10 new businesses, 50 new businesses. It helps the community return. By giving the lion's share to the owner, they're motivated to make it work. Again, it helps the community. By only taking 20%, your money is working and not you, which makes it stronger. And now, by investing in 10 different businesses, 20 different businesses, showing them you've duplicated yourself, 10 20 times, and the growth will be phenomenal because a lot of times a bank will give a guy money if he comes up with 20%, 30%. You be that 20 30%. Now you put your money to work, bank put their money to work, you're helping rebuild the community, and you own a big share of it. I mean, that's what I would do if I was in that zone. Ray may have another opinion on that. I'll pass. We ready? All right. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, we addressed TP40 already. Now, Jim and KC, uh, do you, your Iraqi sources still think there could be an RV this year, or are they as uncertain as everyone else? <laughs> Right now, everybody hopes it's going to be this year and hopes this is resolved because the past it gets resolved, there is still time to do it this year. I don't think they'll do it in, in, in December. I just don't. But between October and November, I, I think that I, it could still happen. They think it could still happen. I mean, he's still holding on to his notification, said the rate is the same. They're just waiting for something to happen, something to get. So, yeah, our guys here in the U.S., 
think it can still happen, but not until this is resolved. But they think it could happen rather quickly afterwards. So we'll see. Nobody's saying it can't happen. Nobody's saying hey, the thought is over until next year. I have not heard that from anyone. All right, what's next? Um, Dolly T says, please share what you did on Friday about the other currencies. I did not hear you clearly. I heard something about the difference between the other currencies and the dinar. I don't recall what that was. Me either. I agree. Say, what did you say, Rick? <laughs> you don't remember what is it about, ta- about the, the differences in the currencies? What? Do I need to repeat it? Oh, did you say something? No, I don't remember anything that, about that. That's why I said, what did you say? Um, no, because it says, Tony, please share what you did on Friday about the other currencies. Um, okay, I don't remember what we said about the other any other currencies other than we just mentioned the six, seven of them that should still be in the basket. Well, hold on for a minute. Uh, I will um, wait till Tish tells you what I said, and then I'll come back. But she'll tell me a little bit. All right, what's next? Okay. <clears throat> I guess this is a funny one. Skin Man says, with all the different information flying around out there causing lots of confusion, do either of you listen to any other gurus? Okay. Here, this, this is the thing, guys, and, I, and I'll tell you, which I always do. I told you guys to go listen to other gurus. I've been telling you that for years, especially when we got started. I would say, I don't know it all, but I know everything that needs to be known. (laughs) No, the truth is, I don't know everything. And sometimes when people, other gurus say something, I take it and I go back and I verify See if it's true or not. But then my guy said, oh, yeah, I made a phone call. This was good. That was good. That's just BS. That's BS. And and I did that. And I said, so I don't have time to listen to all of them. I'm busy doing what I do. But do people send me what they say? Oh, my God. So I hear one guy, I think his name starts with an M, Mark or David or Mickey Mouse, some shit, I don't know. Anyway, uh, sent out yesterday that the military told him to shut up that he signed the NDA. NDA with who? With the banks? With the government? Why would you sign an NDA if you haven't gotten paid? If you don't know what the complete cycle is. Now, he was on the list to get the 800 notification, but supposedly... He's not talking anymore because 
he signed the NDA. They told him to be quiet, and which really doesn't know what to say. The other idiot, Bruce, since you let me name him, or you don't have me, I'm just doing it, said, what, Friday we'll get notifications again, Saturday, Sunday, today we'll be standing in line at the bank getting paid. Where do you get this nonsense with everything that's going on over there? Why would you continually keep telling people that? And that was as this weekend. And I'm saying, why would you guys, I mean, listen to them. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. Make your own decisions. Once you've listened to them, why would you continue to listen to them is what kills me. When over and over again they tell you things that's not even within reality. I mean, how long ago did the dollar crash? How long ago did, you know, the government set up tanks and airplanes to escort us to our RV? I mean, how long ago did the gurus tell you that Nothing we see on TV is real. Uh, Biden's not in the White House. That's a fake TV set. Trump's still the president. Just total idiotic mess. Why would you continue to listen to something like that is what gets me. For you guys who don't know, hey, go listen. Go listen and learn and see what happens and make your own decisions, just like I told them. But I just don't understand why. When we're trying to educate, motivate, get people in the right channel here, get you not with just running through the bank like they're saying, but what to do when you get there, what to do while you're there, what to do when you leave there, how to plan your future, because none of them are giving you that. Why would you continue to listen to them? Why would I ever listen to them when my sources They've always been the original sources. When none of them, none of them put out a phone call, a note, a letter, or anything until I get done with my call. And it's been like that for years. So why would I go listen to some other gurus? Now, if any intelligent one ever came out, I would. And I got to tell you, sometimes Frank has said some stuff that has been right on. Sometimes, you know, you get with the blue peel, red peel, blue couch, green couch, whatever. I'll be saying, what? <laughs> but some of this stuff has been on, and I know because one of the people that give them information was the same one that was giving me information. But not only that, I got other bankers over that, and I could verify some of it. I could verify some of the stuff that Watkins said because I had guys in the meeting. I had guys in Parliament. So I'm not saying they're all crazy. It's just stuff. I could even verify some of the stuff that Mountain Goat said, even because I know who Mountain Goat really is. And Well, I don't know who this current one is. I have to find out because I think we're on the third Mountain Goat. Uh, I'm not sure. And you guys, look, and, and this is real easy if you study people at all. Go back and look at the first one in the middle and today. Their writing style is different. Their words are different. Um, plus, when DC was here, I actually knew who the first guy was. He was an intelligence officer in the Army. And we went through the whole scenario. But, okay, but still, some of the stuff came out and it made sense. And that's where, as people send it to me, I look at it and say, let me see this. And I can go back and say, yep, 
And yes, I'll just get ready to call and tell you this. I said, yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, he tells me, well, I'm going to do this. And, and it's very far. And that's where you get the different pieces from. So it's not that it's wrong to listen to them. It's wrong to listen to ones that keep telling you the same BS over and over and over again and not giving you anything but that. I mean, what else are you getting from them? Anyway, long answer. Sorry. But okay, um, <laughs> of course, the answer for me is just no. Um, let's see, Jim and KC again. What is the last boulevard rate that you heard? 22 cents. What'd you say? Um, boulevard. Oh, they want the yeah, rate? Last rate. Yeah, twenty-two cents. Okay. Seven M M S T W says. Um, I understand the need for donations and have contributed several times. I do not have Twitter, and mainly rely on recordings for the information. Are your plans to reduce that access? Um, I guess the recordings. No, we don't plan to reduce recordings. All right, let's see here. Um, Wasa says, when I don't have to put my phone number next to my name, should I have put my cell number instead? Also, the name of my tweet is a little different than my name on my email. Will this make a difference? No. If you're going to leave, leave a telephone number, use the cell one. Because if we decide to text something, we can only text the cell numbers. So if you're going to leave a number, I would say leave leave a text number. A cell number, excuse me, something we can text to. Hey, guys, hold on a second. Yes. Um, if you guys are sending in checks, because Ray told me you guys don't do it. Here, put your number and your email address on the letter envelope or something, because he was building his own database still, even if it goes over. But do what I ask you to do today. Go in and do at least one payment on the link, and do that at least one payment only every 90 days. Because every 90 days, I'm going to cut it off. Because like I said, it was, hopefully we won't get to another 90 days. But anyway, a new system. But... Um, that way you're in one system so I can hit it and, and send it out to everybody and uh, Ray won't be transferring stuff over. So at least do that. And it asks for your email already because I get that. The one thing people aren't leaving is actually their phone numbers. But they're leaving their emails. And I guess really, I don't know, if you go in the system here, yeah, because I'm not going to call you. That ain't going to happen. Oh, but Ray might need to text out to everybody. Because that system lets me email you instantly. And maybe I'll just tweet out something saying check your email um, for those who are on the system. Yeah, I'll figure it out as we go. All right, go ahead, Ray. Okay. 972, Eric, so you're on. Hey, fellas. Danny and Dallas. Hey man, how you doing? Hey, I'm uh, I'm all right. 
Um, we sure put a lot of hope into stuff happening this weekend, and I, I guess we're still waiting for tomorrow at this point. So I, I don't need to go over fresh things that you just uh, touched base on, but I am curious if, if there has been any change in our expectations having to do with the uh, uh, different rates for the dinar by simply asking for it, we can get the $28.50 per dinar. Um, that, I hope, hasn't changed. Obviously, we've been planning on this for a good while. And then the dong thing, as we talked about before, has anything changed on that? And I refer to the uh, the details of if you have a little bit of dong, you don't have much uh, negotiation power. If you got a whole bunch, then you could be in the eight, nine, ten, twelve dollar range on the dong. Uh, just real briefly, I'd like a, a little bit of update, change, or hey, it's it's all still good, something like that. Can you help me with that? I can't. And I can say it's all still good. <laughs> okay. Nothing. That's good. Nobody has said there's any change to the procedures, what we're looking for, anything else. This, this is what I think is going to happen, though, and I hope it does tell you the truth. You guys are not going to like it. But UN is going to meet tomorrow, and we're going to see. But OPEC is going to meet on Wednesday. And the price of oil went down, price of gas went down. But Wednesday is all going back up again. Now, we like that. Well, we might not like it today, but you're going to like it in the long run. Because oil is going to go back up, which it was going to do for the winter anyway. But so is our rate. So is what we can negotiate for and everything else, which we're going to like. We're not going to like buying gas for the next couple of weeks. We're buying groceries or anything else while we're broke. But when we go to that bank, we're going to be glad oil was so high. Iraq has so much reserve, and their value is where we need it to be. You guys remember that when they said they could do a $16 RV, a worth that, it could be worth so much more now. When price is at 130 150 for a barrel of oil. They could soak oil that when they already have today. Remember they announced eighty two billion was the highest ever. Eighty seven billion. Today they're saying they're above that and they didn't even give the number. But it just continues to climb. And again we know this is what Sadati said, I mean Sani, who was a direct department, said one of our first priorities in the new government, which we know to be in any government, will be to change the exchange rate back to a previous era. Now, if they were just going to change it back to 11, 29, 59, whatever they would say, back to what it was. But they're constantly saying to a previous era. And that's what we're looking for. So that hasn't changed. Exchange rate hasn't changed. We've got no change in the procedures at all. Our expectations 
are the only thing that's changing. So let me say this anyway, Celia, because somebody asked me uh, to talk about it. I forgot what it was, and interest rates and what we're asking for and everything else. Guys, banks get paid their overnights, because you guys want to know, 22 nights out of the month. Because they don't get it on weekends, holidays, all that, only on banking days which is basically 22 days out of the month. But I'm not asking the bank for its money. I'm not asking the bank for the money that they make off of fractional banking, anything else, the 40, 50, 60% that they make, or how many times they multiply, you do the numbers, because that's their business. I'm just letting them know I know how much you're making. And this little pittance that I'm asking for, 10, 15% should be nothing to you. You know, I made it up to 20% should be nothing to you based on what you're going to make off my money. And then 10 times that with your fractional banking that you can be able to loan out to everybody else. That is a negotiation tool it's not a demand. It's something I'm going to say, I feel this justifies it, but that don't mean they have to do it. And again, we have to realize even every person I'm talking to has a boss, and you got to convince this is the right thing to do. Because, you know, this guy's about to walk away with this, but the more you have, the more leverage you have. Let's get into it. Guys, I absolutely would be buying Dawn. If not for the value, for the leverage that the overall package is going to give me towards the dinar, towards my interest rate, towards everything else. If I couldn't do nothing but buy a million a week, $50 a week, that's the best investment in my future I could make, and I would. Based on we now know all the numbers are going to be higher. Because if the dinar is over the 381, the 481, even higher than that, guess what? So are the rest of those currencies. They're going to go up when it goes up because it is the foundation currency. Anyway, Danny, nothing has changed with all that. <laughs> Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, um, my expectations are still there. I think it'd just be good for the community to realize that uh, our original hope is uh, still right in front of us. Good deal. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You guys have a great rest of the week. I'll be listening intently. Thank you. All, All right. right thank you, sir. Take care. Seven five four area code you all. Well, good morning, Tony, and good afternoon, Ray. It's Marjong Ray. Good afternoon. On a beautiful sunny day in South Florida. Um, Tony, just to go back to something you said, I've been here forty five years. In forty five years, only lived through six hurricanes. That's not even a hurricane every ten years. Um we don't get as many as you think we get. They skirt, but we don't get hurricanes every single year. 
Um, it's been six years since we were hit with a hurricane. So I'm more afraid of your earthquakes because you get no notice than I am as a hurricane. But this was the most devastating hurricane in Florida's history and will continue to be so for several years because it's the only hurricane that covered an entire state as opposed to a county, which is what past hurricanes do. They hit one county and then they go away. This was an entire, three states were covered with this hurricane. So yes, we are devastated and will probably areas never recover. But on to my questions. Um, with all this turmoil going on in the world, with the turmoil in Iraq and Kazemi's coming out and saying that the world has no morals left in it, um, if the UN does have to step in, what will they accomplish and what kind of time frame could we possibly be looking at? Six months, a year, two years down the road, what do you feel we could be looking at if they do step in? Well, first of all, I think uh, Kazemi said that Iraq politicians have no morals. <laughs> they are corrupt, not the whole world. So, because he was sitting there basing it not on what the Iraqi people, but the fact they have no morals themselves. This is all the corruption. Now, I don't know what the UN is going to do tomorrow because it's not like it was October 2019. They already destroyed stuff, and their prime minister quit. So Iraq just went in. I mean, the UN just went in and took over because they toppled the government. They had no choice. That hasn't happened yet. They can have a meeting tomorrow. They can let Sadar and, and, and Maliki and everybody know that, hey, if the 25th starts, you guys haven't resolved it, then this is what we're going to do and be ready to do it. I, I don't know. They expected they put this meeting in place because they thought they were going to tear it down on Saturday. They thought this is going to be three days into, you know, the end. But it wasn't. It was a preview. As the demonstrators themselves said, this is just a preview to let you know what's going to happen the 25th if we don't see changes between this time frame. So the UN has to give them that time, I would think. Guys, you saw it just like we saw it. They gave you the date. Either you do it or know that 72 hours after that, you're out. So come to some kind of conclusion. But here's the problem. Uh, the framework can't do anything because everybody else is saying, hey, we want to form the government, but we're not doing nothing unless Sadar says it's okay because we're doing it for nothing if he doesn't. And that is particularly why Sadar is being absolutely quiet. Because if the UN takes over and wipes out all the corrupt, that's all he was trying to get anyway, a fresh start. Just had to do it the hard way. He didn't want to tear the country down to do it, but if that's what we got to do, he still wins. But if you're doing what they're doing right now, the U.N. meets tomorrow, and they can negotiate a way of dissolving parliament 
first, I guess, or a way of ensuring all the things that the framework said they're going to do. Now, supposedly the UN has a paper, an agreement written up that everybody is supposed to sign saying this is what will happen when you form the government. If it doesn't, we can step in. But Sadar hasn't even been willing to sign that yet. So we'll see what happens, the best I can tell you. If the UN does step in, if this goes to the end of the month and the UN does step in because there's been no agreement reached, is there a goal to dissolve parliament and put in a government? And would that be Kazimi and Sadar? Or would, would this whole thing just start all over again? I think uh, if the UN steps in, their option and what they want to see was al Kazimi stay in place. The European Union, the U.S., France, Germany, all the key countries wanted al Kazimi to stay in place. And that's what I think we'll see because that's the smoothest transition that continues the white paper, and they all agree on the reforms. That's what they really want. It's what the U.S. wants, even though Halabusi is out there saying, hey, the U.S. doesn't care about us anymore, we're not their priority, everything else, because that's what they want to project, that they don't want it to be about them or that they influence it, even though in the back room something totally different is occurring. Okay, uh, those are my questions. I will not be on Wednesday. It's a religious holiday. And for all those out there that do celebrate Yom Kippur, have an easy fast, and may you be written in the Book of Life for another year. Thank you, guys, and I will be back on Friday. Have a great rest of the week. Bye-bye. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. 610, area code, you are on. Hey, good afternoon. Oh, Ray. happy new year. Hey, good morning, Tony. Hold on, wait. I gotta tell her happy new year. I guess Wednesday is the is the new year. So happy new year. All right, go ahead, G Man. Sorry. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna keep this to the short version today. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number and your email address on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. 
For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT superfantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where you are asked to type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice and type in your cell phone number there. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. Put in your debit or credit card information at the bottom of the page is that blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, Thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way, you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, gentlemen. G-Man. Okay. Go ahead, Tony. So I'm getting texts. He said it won't accept a phone number. I tried several times. Yet, when we go in the system and we look at it, I see people's phone numbers. So can you explain that? Well, um, when I I'm I'm going in on my laptop computer. So when I go in on the laptop computer, I fill out the email address at the top of the page. Then in the middle of the page it asks for the name on the credit card or debit card. So in that block where you type in the name on the debit or credit card in that same block, after you've typed in that name, hit the space bar twice, and then put in your phone number, your cell phone number, in that same block. And that's the way I've been doing it since the system changed last year. And it's always worked for me that way. G-Man, that was perfect. I'm sitting here. I'm looking at it right now. Right after the name, there's two spaces. Some people use parentheses and put their phone numbers. Some people don't. Some people even write cell in their phone number all on that same line. That's where it goes, guys. And all that's right. where it all will fit. That works. I appreciate you. All right. You're very welcome. All right. All right, sir. Thank you very much. You're you're welcome, Ray. All right, we're at the bottom half. That's it. We got 15 more minutes. I'm just sign out. I guess we don't do. I guess. Uh, Okay, guys. Uh, We will effectively find out what happened at the UN meeting tomorrow. I will tweet it out. 
If it's a long story, we'll make it a short story, put it in the form, and I'll just tweet out the link so you can see it for yourself. Let's see what happens. Um, You know, hope for the best, pray for the rest. It's all that we can do. Uh, I think it would be a good meeting. Maybe the last bit of direction Iraq needs to end all of this so we can go on to better things. The good price is, I mean, the good thing is, the price of oil is going back up. Just the fact that the OPEC meeting is even going to be tomorrow, and the fact that the U.S. raised interest rates is causing the price of oil to go right back up, where we are going to love it. The rest of the U.S. obviously is not, but we'll make it work. So no banks on alert, no banks on standby. Everybody just waiting to see what direction this government goes and who's going to run it. And then we'll see it out. The rates continue to climb. So I will tweet out something tomorrow as soon as we find out. In the meantime, in between time, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. All right, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us for today's segment of TNT Call. Keep believing. We sure do. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. Conference recording, press one. Return. This session is no longer being recorded. Finally. <laughs>